Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome in to the Donna and Steve Experience Hour number two here at MyTalk 1071. Uh, you can always go to MyTalk1071.com. That's where you can get your Project Down and Dirty tickets. I think we still have a few left. I yeah, I just talked to Brooke in the hall. Okay, we so we have, have some VIP left, and you know, the general admission is available too. But not many VIP left. Yeah, they're going. Uh, it's Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. Each show is making its own short film. And I think this is going to be a really fun night. September 30th is the night of the premiere at the uh, West End Showplace Icon Theaters, I believe. And we'll, we're going to have multiple screens going and shows uh, each representing their own movies, working with teams of screenwriters, directors, stuff like that. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch it all come together. I think these are going to be very fun, very entertaining, especially for loyal My Talkers. I think anyone will enjoy them. For sure. But loyal My Talkers are going to get all the Easter eggs as well. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. That's I the voice of Elizabeth it. Reese of Twin Cities Live fame. Hi, guys. Rocco Bonello will tell us about his trip to the Boundary Waters. Ooh, yes. Living off the land up there. Oh, yeah. You guys are going <laughs> to love muddy, this. The muddy, muddy land. Oh, wonderful. Yes. So that'll come up at 10.15. But first, we got a little music news. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis in the news? This is the beat. You know, it's tough to be a performer. You have to go out night after night after night. And granted, you make a lot of money. But just as a human being, I'm sure it's very difficult to be on all that time in front of thousands of people. And you're singing, you're dancing, you're remembering choreography, where to step for this, where the pyrotechnics going off, all that. Especially if you're a solo act. You know, yeah. I was thinking, I went to Michael Buble a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it's nonstop. And yeah. the encore that he did was like 40 minutes long. I mean, really? maybe 35, whatever. It felt really long. And I was thinking, how do you do that night after night on your voice? And he sings. He I mean, sings. he is, it's him just singing powerfully yeah. for that long. I would never make it. You've got to watch. I'll get back to this post Malone story. You have to watch the David Foster documentary if you haven't watched it. I think it's called Hitmaker. I keep referencing it now. I'm intrigued to watch this because I did watch him on when he was on Real Housewives because he was married to Yolanda Hadid and he was so insufferable, just insufferable. Oh, interesting. That I would be so fascinated to find out if he is a likable human. So I don't know that side of him at all. Really? I only ever first was introduced to him when he was a guest mentor on American Idol during his current wife now, Catherine McPhee's season. Mm-hmm. And I was, was like, 12. oh, this guy he seems great. No, no well, I'm right. That's hey. cool. Whatever. 
But I was like, oh, this guy seems great. And then on this, Hitmaker, I mean, you see, I think on display, uh, equal parts, maybe not equal, but you see charisma, you see likability, good personality, hard worker, ego, caring too much about success. You see it all mm-hmm. kind of wrapped together. But he talks about, it, it's a really enjoyable watch, and he's worked with everybody. Everybody. He was at a wedding in Canada, and as I recall, the guy was like, oh, you got to check out the wedding singer. This guy that we have, he's great. And he's like, okay. He was at the wedding anyway, as I recall. The wedding singer was Michael Buble. Oh, Was so good at this wedding. David Foster's like, "Um, you need to move to L.A. and move in with me. You can live at my house, and we need to work on some things, and you'll become a star. Yeah. And Michael Buble. He did, yeah. Sold out X, I'm guessing, when he was here. Sold at the X? Um, yes. It was at the Excel, yeah. And what's the deal? Wasn't our guy across the hall, Hutch, on stage with him? No, Hutch was, um, it was so wild. I was in a suite, whatever. Okay. And I was, right. I was with TCL viewers. It was awesome. I, we had such a good crew. It was super fun. And I went with my sister and we just had a lovely time. You know when you just show up at an at like an event appearance and you're like, everybody here is awesome. Yeah, it's great. It was really great. great. So it was just like, it was like moms and daughters and couples and the whole thing. So I'm watching Michael Buble. I'm watching here. And of course, there's big screens because, you know, I'm up in the suite, so you can't see like perfectly well what's going on. He starts, he gets down off the stage and starts walking along and and he hands the microphone to someone to sing. And I go, oh, my gosh, that's Hutch. Crazy. He sits on Hutch's lap. It was Hutch. It was wild. Yes. And then he was on the screen several times and it was Hutch and Isn't it was very something? fun. And then a couple nights later, I was at the Twins game. I post a picture. This was, I mean, less than a week later. And Hutch sends me a DM on Instagram. He said, we really need to start coordinating our out, um, our outings because he was at the game, too. Really? I know. We're on the same social How schedule. How about that? Mm-hmm. Hutch is fun. Yeah, why are you pulling out your insurance card? I have to do You're something later. I just, well, the story started As to lag. It started talking, to lag. No, I was telling, that's because it wasn't about you, and so you just couldn't <laughs> handle it. Rocco was asking about an interesting moment for another human. God forbid we don't focus on Steve Patterson. And so he pulls out his freaking Medica insurance card. What's your group number? No, you said that's it why, right that's now. Why I pulled it out. I don't know it. Steve and Hutch wait. have like Chaska um, beef. Oh my gosh, you're the worst. That is, Do you that know, is the though, most deeply offensive thing you've ever no, done while I've been talking. No. <laughs> your insurance card. So when your story got super braggy about like, you ever been in a suite and everyone's Hutch, lovely? Rocco, Rocco. It was at that point that I was like, I need to remember to pull this out now because she's wah, wah, wah-ing and I need to remember to do this or I'm going to forget. And then do you know what I did out of respect for you and our friendship? Libby, I was going to multitask and put my group ID number in <laughs> mid-story. And you know what? I consciously said, no, but I'm going to display my card so that she knows I've got bleep to do. You've done a lot of bad things to me, and this is by far the worst of all the bad aren't things you impressed? You, do? you know me well. Aren't you impressed that I didn't stop and then go right over to healthpartners.com and start inputting the information? Remember the Wasn't time you sprayed Axe body spray all over our closet? That, that was, was bad. Remember the time you abandoned me and the legacy that we built? That was also <laughs> bad. This was by far the most offensive thing. This should be like a thing at a cocktail party when you're sick of the story because it doesn't involve you. And let's be clear, that was the motivation there. The motivation was not that it was not a good story because it was for people who are like interested in things. It was because it didn't involve 
You Ugh. being in the suite or you being... I listened to you yammer on about the Minnesota Broadcasters Hall of Fame for a solid 25 minutes. I was with my famous friends. <laughs> Rocco, you stand by me. You know how short our time is here. Yes. And sometimes something comes to mind and you have to do it. You quit another job. You have plenty of time this afternoon to enter your group number. I was forced out! (laughs) I'll tell everybody this, just as a sign of love. My group number begins with the number eight. There are four other digits that you'll have to figure out. And all of us are in the same group here at Hubbard Broadcasting. If you choose to accept their offer of benefits, I I recommend you do. I have to get an injection on my shoulder. Post Malone has to get maybe an injection on his ribs because... Where was the concert? As I was saying, yeah, Post Malone. Uh, oh, where was his concert? He was St. in St. Louis. Louis, and he fell. And he's walking on stage, and he's doing it, and everything's fun. And then you'll hear the music cut out, and then you'll hear Post Malone talking afterwards, saying, "Here's what happened." And he had to do a shorter set; he had to shorten everything afterward. But he's walking on the, the on this stage, and then walking back up toward the main stage from that middle auxiliary stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's an acoustic guitar that he sets down that then goes down the little trap door. Somebody removes it, and then it pops back up. Somebody forgot to, I think, pop it back up. That person's fired. And he's walking, <gasps> walking, and he's singing a song, and then takes a step, goes right through it, and then lands forward on this circle hole in the ground. Imagine, like, falling through a manhole in New York, and then your ribs smash against the front side. Oh, my god! Here's how it sounded and what Post had to say. This is after he was writhing on stage. He's in amazing. St. Louis, thank you for the patience. So whenever we do the acoustic part of the show, the guitar's on the guitar stand and it goes down. There's this big hole, so I go around there and I turn the corner and bust my ass and winded me pretty good. And we just got mm-hmm. back from the hospital. Everything's good. They gave me some pain meds and everything, so um, we can keep kicking ass on the tour. I just want to apologize. I love you guys so much. So shout out to Post Malone. He's okay. He was just here in Minneapolis too a couple yeah. weeks ago. And I hear he's a great show. Yeah, that's what I've I love heard too. All of his music. Any any song of Post Malone, I'm like, I, that sounds good. It mm-hmm. sounds good. I don't listen hard to the lyrics, but I'm like, that sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. And I do that knowingly and intentionally. <laughs> Try to just avoid lyrics. In Steve Pruderson. Uh when we come back, Rocco's gonna tell us about his trip to the boundary waters. I love this. What did he discover about himself <laughs> when disconnected off the grid? Where That's did coming he go up to next. the bathroom. Oh, details when we come back. Hey, what's up everybody? It is my talk one oh seven one, the Don and Steve experience. Uh, Elizabeth Reese is in for Donna Valentine. Donna Valentine has been in Martha's Vineyard. Ooh, she's living the life. I love a good vacation. Haven't seen any pictures, really. That's she nice. sent one video when she was doing a puzzle. Uh, she sent me a picture of eating lobster, which Ooh, I enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Of course she did to you. Of wait, course. Wait, wait a minute. Wait. Is, was that the thing that said, I'm lobster adjacent? No, that was me because I sent something back. When I was at the Angry Trout Cafe, perhaps Elizabeth's been there in lovely Grand Marais. No, I haven't been there. Oh, it seems like an Elizabeth place. I Listen, I kid you not, Rocco, I'm so glad we're talking about your trip to the Boundary Waters here because I, just last night, 
I was looking at itineraries and places to visit in Grand Marais, and I said to my beloved husband, Jay Reimers, who will do anything for me, <laughs> I said, I really want to go to Grand Marais. Our oh. mutual friend, Mandy Toddick, and her husband and oh, yeah. just did a trip to Grand Marais. Oh. And she said the same thing. She said, this seems like a place Elizabeth Reese would love. Oh. And so now you're the second person, Rocco. Oh, for sure. You, especially this place. The What's the Angry, angry Trout? trout they bake, you know, they uh, catch fish and serve it up fresh. And Great. Lovely salads and sustainable this and local that and f- locally made pottery that you're eating off of. It's a great place. Oh my goodness. Wow. My heart just went pitter patter with the mention of locally made pottery. Yeah. Locally made pottery. So yeah, I ate, so when we got out, it's it's usually a stop we make on the way out and I ate, uh, they had like Minnesota crayfish as an appetizer. You've probably had like crawdads down in Louisiana oh, sure. or something like that. Yeah, but have you ever had Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota crayfish? A little bit of work, but pretty tasty once you get into that tail meat. But yeah. Oh my God. Those are too much work for me. I'm going to tell you that. But I am always open to change because I used to think that chicken wings were too much work for what they were worth. And then I've really changed my tune. Oh. Nice. So, yes, I went up, uh, let's see, Wednesday night after the show. Uh, oh, drove you did up. go up Wednesday night? Yep. Oh, Usually my. we go up, you know, the night before. We stay in a bunkhouse. We did We did so uh, Wednesday night at the Sa- Saginaw Lake, which is at the end of the Gunflint Trail. So it's basically about five hours from here to Grand Marais and then an hour up the trail. And What's the trail's a- 57 miles, right? That sounds about right, yeah. What's a bunkhouse? Just like a really stripped down cabin? Correct. You know, like there was uh, six bunk beds, you know, electricity, but not much more than that. Plumbing? So it's a cheap way. Nope. You had to go up the road for that. So yeah, for about 20, 25 bucks a person, um, it's oh a gosh. cheap, easy way to, you know, Let me tell you something quickly, for, Rocco, yeah. before you continue on with the details of this trip, because I'm so excited. One time, Steve Patterson said to me, hmm? I think we were in a break on Twin Cities Live. I don't know, whatever this we were talking. Like and he goes, he goes, you know, I just, I think... I want to do a camping trip and I'm going to do the boundary waters. Like I want to go (laughs) to the boundary waters and I about fell down and I was like, you would never make it. You would never make it in the boundary waters. I think you are gifted and talented and you can accomplish many things. Come on. (laughs) You spending time in the boundary waters would never in a million years. You couldn't even handle the base camp bunkhouse where there's no bathroom. (sighs) Yeah, that already sounds like a negatory for me. What do you got to sleep in a tent? Well, when, uh, yeah, once you get once in you there. Once you get in there. There's nothing in there. You have to... Once you get in there. Once you the get into the boundary waters. waters. When, you know, once you, you, you have know, to night one, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. With, a, with a canoe. Well, you don't or have to. Don't There's have a to. way you can do it. You know, you can stay on like the, your first lake without any portaging. You could just paddle to it. And you nice have to bring there. everything with you and bring everything out. Yep. And no bottles, no cans, no, you know, you could bring some ice in a cooler, but it, if you're going to carry it, it's going to get heavy and mm-hmm. you don't want to do that. But no, you wouldn't waste your muscle strength with ice. No. See, here's the lucky thing for me. When when I was in my you know late twenties, my cousin, who was an Eagle Scout, uh, allowed me to come on his annual like Boy Scout trip to the Boundary Waters. So I a I can lean on my Eagle Scout buddies like Sarge. Hey Sarge, what up? <laughs> Sarge is a beast. Sarge yeah. is a legend. Um, and uh, so I learned a lot. Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman. 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. From that, and I learn how to be prepared and also have a good time. We bring a lot of heavy food and a lot of wine and whiskey and we, you know, comfy chairs. What do you bring the wine and whiskey in if you can't bring bottles? Yeah. Uh, well, you can bring a box of wine. Oh, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Praise God Probably for the box like a, of wine. In a bladder or something. Yeah, we, den- we, you know, we, we take them out of the box and we keep them in the bladder and, it, and they never pop or anything. It's a beautiful thing. That's really fun. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, to, to, you know, put a bow on my trip, very rainy, about 36. Six hours of rain. Oh no, that but wears we, on a person. It does. But we brought a lot of tarps and we brought a lot of changes of clothes, and uh, we just sat under the tarp and watched the rain. And it's like you were on the show alone, pretty much, yeah. except I was with six other guys. But yeah, yeah, it was fun. And then you do know? you have a lot of deep talks? You know, not as deep as you'd think. It's so funny. I talked. I had kind of a serious talk with my cousin on the drive home yesterday, and I told my wife about it, and she's like. You didn't talk about that four days earlier when you were driving up. That's she's like, if it was a girls' trip, we would have had that conversation about five minutes in. I was like, yeah, nope. the girls' trip, you always have to have at least one night where it really gets like, okay, let's get real about Sheesh. stuff that's not going <laughs> yeah. that great. And then it's and it's really cathartic. It's yeah. like great. It's really it's it's not free therapy because you have to pay for the trip. But it's yeah. still sort of free. Yeah, that feels like a night two kind of thing. Like it is. Night one is, yeah. The night and one is like, let's hit the honky tonk mm-hmm. and let's live our best life. I don't think that I could do the Boundary Waters. I mean, it would be too much for me. Um, what you should do is you should, you know, cabin on a great, like a lake, like Hungry Jack Lake. Yeah. And then just take little day trips or, or yes. Dunflint Lake, you know? Yeah, yeah. this That's is what I need to idea. do. But I am really obsessing over Grand Marais now. I mean, all, and then I start having these like, I can tell I've been um, I've been moving through my life a little bit quickly. Like my things have, are just escalating with time restrictions. So yeah. I'm fantasizing about like living off the grid and mm. giving up everything. That's never a good sign. <laughs> that means I need to like ease up on my commitment. This could be. <laughs> Rocco, you just helped Elizabeth. I hope so. That's In a wonderful. roundabout way. I'm How so lovely. glad you went there. That's great. Maybe somebody else can help Elizabeth or me. One of us will need a lifeline. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. 651-641-1071. We're going to play that game when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. We have got Elizabeth Reese in for Donna Valentine today. Thanks for having me. I love hanging out with you guys. This is a fun way to start the week. DJ Rock Lobster is pushing buttons on the opposite side of the glass. Before we get into the game, I want everybody to know that Kaylee, our longtime listener and unofficial slash official scorekeeper, says that it is currently 52 to 46. Steve to Donna, you will represent Team Donna today. Great. The grand total since Kaylee started keeping track after Rocco was specifically asked to keep track and then didn't. The grand total <laughs> is Steve 118, Donna 93. Mm. With that, let's play this game. 
It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Arg! I want to see how smart you are. Oh. You know why? Is this a pirate day? Pirates? It is National Talk Like a Pirate Day. That comes up every oh. year. This time, yeah. I just was looking at the Wikipedia about it. It's about a couple guys that uh, were playing racquetball one day, and one of the guys said, Arg! And they said, every day we should talk like a pirate on this day, except it was D-Day, so they're like, let's not do it on D-Day. Oh, yeah. Let's do it on my ex-wife's birthday, so I'll remember it. Today, Monday, September 19th, it is Talk Like a Pirate Day. This is a very strange beginning I could have done day. without the backstory. Yeah. Okay, fine. It kind of tainted it. However. I don't think I like it anymore. Yes. What, um, so I found me a wench and I left her. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to quiz you on uh, pirate movies. And uh, on the telephone is Amy. If she chooses the right My Talker. She could, uh, she also gets to help that my talker. She could win a my talk t shirt. Hello, Amy. Hey, Amy. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. How are you doing? Uh, we're doing so great. Um, before we have you choose Steve or Elizabeth, I'm Steve. She's Elizabeth. We would like to know what you're planning to do next in your day. So when this game concludes, what's the next thing on your Monday to do list? My Monday to do list is, uh, I live up north in Nisla, and I'm going to be at my desk working. Oh, wow. wow. You still have to do exciting. that in Nisswa. I thought that was just a vacation. Everybody lives a vacation life in Nisswa. Yeah, aren't you just fishing today? <laughs> yeah, what's happening here? Yeah, Chris come up here in January. Oh, I love oh. Nisswa, though. I like that little boutique, that Kisa boutique. And I like right. your olive oil store there. They this, have a green chili one that is delicious. <laughs> What's the name of the big beautiful resort that there? That's there. Um, well, Grandview's Grandview. Exactly. Is, yeah. it, is it Niswa we've specifically, got right? We've got yeah. Oh. It's it's a it's a lovely life up there. <sighs> All righty. Well, Amy, um, enough chit chat. It's National Pirate Day. You probably have some pirates up there on the waters near <laughs> Niswa. I they they hit those channels hard up there. Oh on the my gosh! Fishing. And then boom, right out to the big one, Superior. Do they connect to Superior? Give me all your Coors Light. Uh, would you like to team up with Elizabeth Reese or Steve Patterson? They don't connect to Superior. Whatever. Then it's Pirates? It's Pirates. Pirate, 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 movies. pirate movies. Pirate movies. Okay, I'm going to try Steve today. Yeah, you made the right choice. Yeah, that's fine, but Steve falls asleep in all of his movies. Gotta go! Okay, there she goes. Elizabeth will return. She's going to go and look for candy for us. Check the mailboxes. We've been jacking some chocolates from there recently. All righty. Uh, okay. Amy, we're going to put you on hold now, and I'm ready for question one, Rocco. Question one, it goes like... Where's my sheet again? Come on, people. There it is. We'll start with this one. Can you name me the 1996 movie directed by Brian Henson and featuring Tim Curry as Long John Silver? Pass. Can you name the 2013 pirate movie that netted an Oscar nom for Minneapolitan Barkhad Abdi? Captain Phillips. Can you name the 1985 movie that featured a quest to find the long-lost fortune of pirate One-Eyed Willie? The Goonies. Number one again. Brian Henson directed it. Tim Curry starred as Long John Silver, 1996. 1996. Tim Curry. Hook. Oh, wait. You know what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a um, this is a Muppets movie, Muppets Treasure Island. 
Now, we just got an email a few uh, this morning that said, I really need to start enforcing the rules. I don't know. You if we're... clearly said that after the bell. But now I could talk it through with my life. I know. And here's the thing. This woman in the email was like, "You, Steve, changed the person's answer and this and that. We need to define what the lifeline's role is here. Anyways, what, whoever sent that email is going to be really mad. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Let's bring sure. on Amy. Hi, Amy. You weren't Hi. the person that sent that email this morning, were you? Probably not. Did I? No, somebody sent an email saying we need to pay stricter attention to the rules of this. Oh, and they were very nice. They loved the Life show short, and all that. Have fun. Yeah. Uh, so, well, anyway, with that, we Life think that. Have fun. <laughs> I think that. Um, I think the only one that I'm shaky on is that Muppets Treasure Island one. I think that Tim Curry is the guy who played Captain Hook. Who did you say directed it, Rocco? Brian Henson. Oh my gosh! It's. I th- but here's the question. Oh yeah, that's like Jim Henson. His son. Probably it, his brother or something. Is it? Muppets Treasure Island. I think that's the name of it. I think that's the I name. I think of you're it. right. All right, and I feel good about the Goonies and Captain Phillips. Yeah, I do too. Okay, okay. Uh, let's see. Elizabeth I'll, just I'll texted right us. Uh, all right, Elizabeth, bring it in. Wow. Okay. Um, here she comes. Did she find candy? Sadly, <laughs> no. Wow. What a bummer. Welcome okay. back. Hi. How'd Hello. it go? I think we went three for three. No way. I think you're going to have to run the table to force overtime. Really? Really? You know what that, some people that like, when you say that, that brings up a competitive drive in them. With me, it's like, I shouldn't even try. No. Hey, what what would you tell your daughter? I would be like, move on to something else. No, no. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Not good. I know that's, I I don't have a good reaction to that. Okay. All right. These are three pirate movies in honor of national talk, like a pirate day. Okay. We'll start with this one. Can you name the 1996 movie directed by Brian Henson that featured Tim Curry as Long John Silver? No. Okay. How about the 2013 pirate movie that netted an Oscar nom for Minneapolitan Barkhad Abdi? Oh, yeah, that is um, I Am the Captain Now. That is uh, Tom Hanks. (laughs) And that is... Boy, I know the movie. You got this. That's the movie, the... um, Oh, I'm the captain now. Okay, I don't know. I Keep know. Going. Uh, 1985 movie that featured a quest to find the long-lost fortune of pirate One-Eyed Willie. Hmm. Hmm. That didn't go great mm. for me. Didn't go so well. That was good. But uh, it went pretty well for Steve okay. and Amy. All right, tell me. The first one was, in fact, Muppets Treasure Island. Brian Henson, the yeah. son of the late Jim know, Henson. came to me. Uh, you both were, you know, dancing around the right answer for this, Elizabeth, but it was Captain Phillips. I am the captain. Oh, Captain Phillips was the name of the movie. Yep. Yeah. And I did just look up the f- career of Barkhad Abdi. He's doing all right. He's, oh, good. He's been in a, he was in like a Mel Gibson movie last year and he cool. was in Blade Runner a couple years ago. Um, for him. I would have never remembered the name of that movie, but I do remember mm. the film that's kind of oh, where i was this morning when i was writing the question i was yeah. like what was that one tom hanks thing no it's tom hanks oh, where was man. tom hanks in a situation again <laughs> yeah. and i thought you'd get this one elizabeth the goonies one-eyed willie mm, no blah, blah, blah. you're a child of the goonies. 80s i know the goonies is is not that great i just saw the new pinocchio the live action pinocchio with um tom hanks and your thoughts I enjoyed it. Okay. This is the thank you. I've been waiting for someone yeah. like you to say this. We haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Donna 
hated on it. Much of the internet did as well. And then I was like, you know, I was really hoping for a movie night. It's just a kid's movie night, and it's fun. And I watched it with the kids, and we liked it. That's our plan. A lot of people say it's kind of dark. I mean, even the original Pinocchio is kind of dark. Every old-timey story is dark. I mean, it's... Disney's jumping-off point is parental death. Yeah, and (laughs) it teaches you to not, um, you know, to follow the rules. You go after the cheap, quick thrill, you're never going to find deep satisfaction and connection in life. Whoa, somebody write that down. Yes, Yes, queen. Well, let's give uh, Amy her t-shirt, then we'll move on to Elizabeth Reese's and Jiminy Cricket's Rules of Life. There's a lot of them. There's so many. (laughs) Hey, Amy, congratulations. Thank you. You tell Niswa to buzz off, all right? Hey, hey. But in a celebratory way. I'm sure. We see Julia or Lori up at Zorba's sometimes. Oh, yeah. I listen. I love a Zorba's visit myself. There's nothing better. You get yourself some pizza. You're in good shape. Thank you. Bye. Okay. You guys want to get tipsy or just head right to Elizabeth's review of Pinocchio? We don't even need to get tipsy on it. Okay. I want to ask you about this weird spaceship map that you posted on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That had a bunch of like sonar things. Oh, it's so exciting. What does this map do? I got yesterday. It showed up, and I've been very excited. I got a uh, a mat, and you plug it in, and it has five different features. You know, my quest is to turn my home into a wellness center. This is my favorite <laughs> so thing to talk about. This is yeah. what I'm working on all the time. It's great. Um, and I mean, it's better than turning into like a crack den or something. Like, I think a wellness center. You didn't is even nice have to go to that extreme, <laughs> Elizabeth. You, there are so many other things that it's better than. Most all things are better than crack dens. So I bought this mat, and it has um, the main reason I got it is because it has PEMF therapy, pulsed electromagnetic field. I think it stands for. Okay. And. Um, there are lots of studies that show that it is really helpful for pain and healing, uh, particularly helping with pain. And as you know, I fell down and broke my ankle probably because of you in <laughs> February and, um, and had surgery. And so I've been just continually on this journey to really like get back on track. Yes. And so this is sort of part of that. But it also um, it has infrared like it heats up sort of like if you don't have a sauna, but you want to have it heat up, you kind of get that sauna like effect. Yeah. And then it has photon light therapy and it has crystals and it's really cool. And the company, if you're interested, I mean, it's, it's called healthy line. I did a, they, a, lots of different companies make PEMF mats, but I've been, if you follow any sort of like, I don't know, like wellnessy people or functional medicine there's and there are lots of studies showing that PEMF is very beneficial. That being said, please talk to your doctor. I'm not a medical professional and I don't need your lawsuit. Ain't that the truth? It's just the truth. Um, but it's really cool. I researched for a long time before I got this. There are different price points at which one can purchase a PEMF mat. Yeah. Yeah. And it looks like the base model. You're like, well, how am I going to? That's so much cheaper than the other models. I feel like I'm not going to be getting. But you the goods. can get smaller ones for like three hundred dollars. I mean, listen, it, this isn't super cheap. Yeah, I this see is, one that's like three hundred and seventy nine. You can get smaller ones that are like three hundred dollars that are cool for localized areas. Like if you always have lower back pain, or oh, okay. like if you're having a shoulder situation. I contemplated getting one that I could just wrap around my ankle, but you know, I yeah. do sauna. I do red light therapy. I do physical therapy, I do acupuncture, I do a lot of things on this ankle. And so far, my last visit with my surgeon, he was like, everything you're doing is working. Like, oh, that's great. Your, your healing is going really well. He's like, think about how far you've come. This is like really pretty amazing. So I credit a lot of um, 
those extra things that I do. This is wonderful. Healthy line, P-E-M-F, Matt, also known on the streets as a pimp. Pimp. I'm trying to get a pimp tonight. It's really great. When we come back, I have a food fail that I would like to confess. Oh, shoot. And it was where I both, and I've done this before, simultaneously overcooked and undercooked something. Unbelievable. And I had a neighbor child set me straight. I think you might be able to help me. I'll tell you what I screwed up and what I'm trying to really conquer. You will laugh. That's when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hi, friends. Hey, it's Stevie Boy for Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters. Boy, I love that place. Uh, if you haven't been in a while, you know you will, too. Right now, if you're at a computer, go to ChanHassanDT.com. It's your one-stop shop for all the things that you want to do. Uh, they, of course, have Footloose on the main stage right now. They've announced their next show that's going to be on the main stage coming up in early 2023 called The Prom. Uh, and, of course, they have a wonderful concert series always happening each and every weekend. How about this weekend? Friday and Saturday, Wild Angels, the women of rock, pop, and country. Then we got the music of Patsy Cline this Sunday, September 25th. Uh, a tribute to Jackson Brown is coming up next week. You can go check out their whole list. It's like lined up for the rest of the year. In addition to that, if you're in the mood for a laugh, I bet you are. How about Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret? They do improv comedy every Friday and Saturday night. Comedy based on your audience suggestions. Tickets only 28 bucks. Chanhassadt.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. It's uh, Steve Patterson. I'll hold for a plus. And I'm going to gurgle right now. Yay, Stevie boy. Wait, I always have a fear of choking when I do that. Oh, I, it's I amazing like that we can gurgle. It's going to go down the wrong pipe. I'm like, this is for sure going to end my life. Elizabeth Reese is a local television star. Wow. Twin Cities Live weekdays, 3 to 4.30. I hear most of those are pre-taped. You guys aren't live much. <laughs> We're live every day. All right, whatever. It's so fun. You know I'm going to be on your show. I know. I'm super excited. Next week, I think. I can't right. wait. I think it's on the 26th, 27th, 28th. Next Wednesday. Okay, whatever day that is. You and Ben are going to be there. If you and Ben aren't there, I walk. Yeah, we are there because then we leave for London. London. The next day. Unbelievable. I to know. go there as the Vikings travel there to play, right? Well, Ben goes everywhere with the Vikings because right. Ben broadcasts for the Vikings. So he's always there. Um, and then I am going as the Vikings head to London to play the New Orleans Saints at Tottenham Stadium. Oh, that's so fun. It's like an hour north of London. It's a really cool football stadium that they're playing American football in. And the that's... NFL is trying to take over Europe, you know? I mean, they want to expand. So they've got three games that they're playing in London and um, it's going to be really exciting. So I'm going to go and uh, cover it for KSTP. So you'll see all sorts of fun stuff during Five Eyewitness News and on um, Minnesota Live, Twin Cities Live. Turns out they're working me to the bone when I go there. Yeah. It's not like, That's how hey, you get the fun trip. Just show up. They're, they're telling me about a lot of live shots. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be there. Um, it'll be very Exciting. It's cool to see, I think, the Minnesota contingency of people who use these trips as an opportunity to be able to go yes. and travel and then experience the team that they love in a totally different place. So I'm pumped. Yeah. And you'll just meet random Londoners who just love the Vikings. They've just chosen the Vikings as their team that they support. Yeah. Ben was telling me about this guy, this one British guy who's like the number one British Vikings fan. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, I'll introduce you to him. It was. It's really... Funny. Oh, that's going to be really fun. Yeah, it'll be, um, I think it'll be really exciting. So we'll leave Thursday evening. 
I think, because he travels with the team and they've got their own plane, you know, mm-hmm. bougie, yeah, bougie, bougie. Very I'm fancy. traveling commercial. All right. I think I'm in an exit row. Oh, hey. I did look into it. I was like, what would it cost me? To upgrade from what the uh, fine establishment here has paid for me mm-hmm. to go, yeah, to, to get class. into a Delta One suite mm. in first class and like really have a restful, restorative trip. Turns out it was forty five hundred additional dollars. Oh my gosh! And E Reese is not about to make that pitch to One J Rhymers uh, wow. about the funds that we will not be spending because I could think of a lot of things I'd like to spend forty five hundred dollars on. If I had said $4,500. Rocco, does she know how often I fly first class now? Oh, it's almost every time. Is she even aware of this? <laughs> I mean, you know, they serve you food up there. Bill yeah, it to do. Gelman or... Uh... Zip it, Rocco! Sorry, leave him out of this! <laughs> I, have a, Sykes. I, have a, <laughs> I have a confession to make. I, we had a, uh, one of my daughter's friends was over, a friend of our family, and this was like last week. And they said, can, can she stay for dinner? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. And I said, listen, Molly, we don't really have a plan here, all right? Lou is out. I'm here. So there's not like a game plan. Um, and then, you know, Adeline was like, well, we can just do this and we can grab cereal. I'm always like, yes, if we got cereal in the house, we can do cereal. That's fun for dinner. Hold your response. I can't. I said, you know what? I'm going to make you guys some pancakes. Everybody sit down. Prepare your hearts. I'm making pancakes. And I made pancakes fairly successfully in the past. I remember a time when you'd never made a pancake. Remember so this that? is, yes, this was probably the fifth time I've made pancakes. Brenner, I like Brenner. And I get there and I have to look up the, Lou had taken, we have two kinds of pancake. We have these Kodiak things that are like protein pancakes. Yeah, yeah. And then we have just normal Bisquick. God <sighs> save the queen, Elizabeth, stand down. I, <laughs> I then have to look up because it's in a Tupperware thing. It's like in an organized labeled like pancake mix. Yeah, like home edit style. I don't have the instructions. The instructions. So now I'm looking up what is the ratio? Do I need to add anything to this or whatever? I make it, blah, blah, blah. I get going and I'm like, the first ones are never the best ones. We know this. And then I start getting into a groove and then I'm like, oh, are these on too long? It's, I started to get a little out of whack. Molly. Our dear friend, uh, she took a bite. How old is she? She is 11, I think. She's Addie's age. Yeah, and she's lovely. Um, and, and we just think the world of her. And she said, Steve, I think that this one on the inside isn't cooked. And I said, you know what, Molly? I had a fear. I said, I had a fear that that was going to happen. And it's really unfortunate that it happened to you. Let me swap this out. I go and I remove said pancake from her plate. And I bring her a different one. It was also evidently raw-ish <laughs> on the inside, but the outside looked finished. Now, none of the other kids had them. It was really unfortunate that our guest had them. So then, now we've turned this into a running joke. Her parents see me at church. They're like, how are the pancakes? And I said, listen, we need to talk about this. And I said to them, what I'm going to do is get great at pancakes over the span of like the next month. And then I'm gonna, we're going to have Molly over as a guest of honor and then we will have her over for breakfast or dinner. And you're going to serve her a stack. And I'm going to serve her pancakes. Now, one thing that is troubling is she does not like syrup. And syrup covers a multitude, multitude of sins. <laughs> not saying it would have cooked the inside of the pancake. Well, you probably use artificial syrup, which stresses me out. I did. And then that syrup scent lasts for three days on Wonderful. children. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't think of anything worse than that. How do I make pancakes better? Well, number one, you don't need to use Bisquick. Pancake mix is a racket. Here she goes. All it is is flour, a tiny bit of sugar, probably in Bisquick's case, a ton of sugar, yeah. um, some baking powder or baking soda and salt. That is literally it. Like you do not need a, a 
pancake mix is the biggest racket. They are just taking your money and they're laughing. <laughs> Look at these bozos. <laughs> because they it's have two all seconds of it. to yeah. make it and yeah. you have it all at home. You have it all at home. How do I make an elevated pancake? I heard the Queen's pancakes is a recipe that's going viral Ooh, right now. Oh, really? And it has to do with I you made know, pancakes a bunch of yesterday, things. but mine involve sourdough starters. So you probably don't want to go that way. Give route. me the really quick, you're really quick. We got 30 it's seconds. It's just flour, milk, a tiny bit of sugar, baking powder. And the trick is you just got to go a little bit lower and slower. You've got the griddle up too high. Because if you have the griddle up too high, you're. You're, the outside is getting too dark before the inside has had a time to cook. It's the same philosophy as a grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. So you got to have it at like a medium. Don't go up to medium high, maybe even like a titch under medium. And then put them on the griddle. Wait for nice little bubbles to form around the edges. The edges should start to look a little dry and then flip. Okay. Yeah. The bu- you, Do you flip on a bubble? Do you see a bubble and you're like, all right, now I'm flipping this? No, and they take start- some more, but let, let it have some more bubbles and watch that outer ridge should start to look a little bit dry and not raw. And then you can flip it and then it'll have time. Once on Twin Cities Live, I undercooked and overcooked shrimp. No, you did it with pasta. Whatever. It was simultaneously undercooked and overcooked, like with the same noodle. I had never encountered this before. You can do it, Steve, though. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. That time on tw- that day on Twin Cities Live was the most disappointed I've ever seen you in me. Was that cooking <laughs> I think experience. it was more like befuddled. Like, how did this happen? There was an overriding disappointment. We'll be